RadioInfluence.com. I have a brother who's five years younger than me. Yes, and one time he was very well. You are. Um, He's very upset about something, Mm -hmm. and he said, um, "Mom, I'm like an eagle. You have to let me spread my wings and fly. You don't want me to fly." And he's standing like with his arms out like that. You don't want me to fly. And that's how it, this felt. <laughs> I'm telling you, the daggers, they just be coming at me and I be avoiding it like nature. Oh my God. You're very like, I'm just an eagle. You got to let me fly. To, they be trying to bring me down, yo. Yeah, no, that's uh, a very 13 year old boy, but you have one. So I do. That's where We're it's probably very coming much from. Alike. Well, um, <laughs> welcome to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast, a podcast where Gen X and Millennials talk about culture back then, culture right now, and mostly agree to disagree. For sure. <laughs> My name is Elizabeth. I'm the Millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm a Gen Xer. And Nicole, we're talking about, you know, just now we were talking about yeah. like weird things we say. Yeah. Do you have a, like any cliche that you say often? Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot. I know. I just thought about it right now. That's real funny. You know I have a lot. You know I, I know you have a lot, but what you comes know I to say mind? Things. What comes to mind? A cliche that I say? Yeah. Um, I mean, I have this thing and I don't even realize I'm doing it, but um when somebody does something, I'll be like, okay, scared of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> And okay. somebody like brought it to my attention that I was doing it because they sent me something. And they were like, this is how you sound. And I really didn't realize that I was I was like when people do things good. I'm like, OK, scared of you. Even all my right. son confirmed it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, mom, you do that all the time. I'm like, I don't even realize I'm doing it. What's yours? Um, I found myself saying this, that and the other a lot. Yeah. This, that, this, and the that other. And the other. I don't know why, but I'm always like, and you know, and this, that, and if it's like this, this that, that, and, and I'm like, who am I? Am I some like old woman at church? Like, where is this coming from? That what is, is giving me like very like yeah. black lady at church. And she was doing this, that, and the other. This, and I told her she better sit down. Or, or something that has recently come out of my mouth. This, that, and the third. And this, I was like, oh, not the third. Oh, I was no. like, oh no. Elizabeth, that's real old who lady. I, what are you doing? Who am I channeling? What's this, going that, on? This, that, the third and i was like oh no 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 That's we need to old school i need to go get on tiktok and like yeah find, you was, you, it's lit guys like i need to get more of that old, less of this whatever's I, happening i think maybe you might be getting older it's possible i think you're getting older the jury's still out but it is possible you're not seeming as young anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean i think maybe you're just starting to like we've been having guests on We've been mm. having these regularly scheduled deep conversations. Maybe mm. I'm actually starting to respect open, you. Open, yeah, and like, like le- think you're legitimate. Like in some of my your opinion opinions. and like open your mind to the possibility that there's like other perspectives. Maybe could it's be funny that you should say that. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's funny that you should say that. Um, what do you think is one of your biggest misconceptions? What's a big misconception about you? About me? Um, that like who has? Just in general, when people like they meet you, but then after they get to know you, they say, you know, I really thought you were this way or just something about you that people don't read correctly. Um, I, I would say that I think people think I'm a lot less, um, 
feeling than I am. Oh, really? I feel like I can come across Cold. very like, yeah, just like blunt. Like I just say things and yeah. that I find are factual. So people think that you are non feel like you don't have feelings or not that I don't have feelings, but just that I don't. Um, I guess I don't express them as often yeah. or as, as much as I do feel them. And yeah. so people are like, oh, I didn't know you were like so sensitive. Yeah, sensitive. And I, it's like, I'll agree. Yeah. Yeah, I really am. It's just more that like, I guess I just. I just, for some reason I come across very like just more not that way. <laughs> not that way at all. <laughs> I mean, I see glimpses of it sometimes. Yeah. I think um for me it's similar. I asked you this question because these this past couple of weeks I I've been I have been being met with some misconceptions about yourself. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I think it used to happen a lot uh a lot when I was younger. Um, cause I probably just around more people who didn't know me. And I think more recently I've sort of interacted with more people probably through the podcast and some other stuff that I'm doing that don't know me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I, you know, one of the, a, a big one for me is that people think I'm super serious or that's funny. I don't think you're that serious. You don't think I'm serious, but people, I know you now, you know me now. So people yeah. think I'm serious and also much like you mm -hmm. very like blunt and like not nice basically yeah. right and so and I don't know if I would use nice as a as an adjective to describe me but I'm actually not a mean person and I'm not like I'm not like a bulldog but you have to get to know me I think to understand my personality a little bit better yeah and so I was I was just very fascinated by like the concept of misconceptions and where they can take us because I think misconceptions can actually lead to a lot of missed opportunity okay and also just like yeah not working together really well and 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 just you know when people think of think that you're a certain way they sort of like carry that mm -hmm. and it it affects your relationships work personal throughout life the way they may view other people like you and so i wanted to talk about that today in the gen x file okay yeah misconceptions okay So today's Gen X file is about misconceptions, but I wanted to talk about misconceptions of our generations. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm a Gen Xer. Uh huh. And this was know. a secret. I am was not allowed to know. So you could get my. This is my full honest reaction. Yeah. I didn't tell her what this episode was about, guys. I don't know why I didn't, because it's not really that groundbreaking, <laughs> but I just wanted to sort of come in cold. And so, yeah, I thought about the fact that this past week, there were several people who had told me some things that they thought about me that just weren't true. And they were like, now that I know you, that's different. And it made them look at me differently. And so I wondered if, you know, which it's funny we're doing this because these misconceptions are basically the basis of our entire podcast. So after this, I don't really know that we'll have much more to talk Show's about. Show's canceled. Basically. We're done. Sorry, but let me guys. ask you this. If people have a misconception about you, yeah. it's the way that they perceive you. Yeah, it's their perception. And perception is reality for, in a sense. For them, yeah. So like, do you ever, like, do people's misconceptions when you hear them? Because you're saying you had this experience mm -hmm. that people told you stuff. Mm -hmm. Does it ever bother you? Even though you know it's not true. It it yeah. I mean, I've gotten better at it not like bothering me to the point of me wanting to like actively rectify it. Sure. 
or correct like, it. Like confront them about yeah, it. Like, like, I am nice. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm not doing that. But I mean, so so that part of it is gone. I don't care. It's like eventually if you get to know me, you'll realize these things. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you won't. Maybe your perception of me is 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 coming from your lens of life. And there's nothing I can really do to change it because you're just not either used to someone like me or just everything you've learned throughout your life has taught you to perceive someone like me in a certain way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I've gotten to really. Are you there? Sometimes someone will say something and I'll be like, I'm not that I'm not like that. But then other times I'm kind of like, you know, (sighs) what can you do? It is what it is. Like, I know who I am. This is how I feel about it whatever yeah i think what bothers me is when like almost people try to convince me that i am some way that's annoying or if they're like if they were to say like you're not nice like that example and then i'm like no i think i am nice i think it just comes with like qualifiers right that's what i would say your version of nice may not be exactly and then they're like no but you're actually mean and i'm like and that's uh, a lot of men have that conversation with me weirdly (laughs) enough um yeah me too but i'm like no just because I'm not doing whatever it is that you like. And I feel personally maybe a little bit more like coddling. I've never been that type of person. Yeah. I don't see myself being that type of person. Yeah. I don't think that means I'm not nice. It doesn't. It just means I'm not your version of that, you know? Precisely. So you trying to convince me that I, that's when I get mad because it's like, OK, stop trying to convince me that I mean when I know I'm not. I've, I've, I mean, you know what? I've also given up on that. I've had situations where, you know, people were pretty much like, no, yes, you are a bitch. Like, this is the fact. <laughs> right. This yeah. is truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's nothing I can really do. To, I'm still getting there. Yeah. It's nothing I can really do to change you. But the reason why I got there is because what I recognized was that people were considering nice and sweet in very like surface interaction Mm -hmm. and surface response like you you you're not even emotionally intelligent enough to know that this woman is literally just saying whatever she thinks you want to hear right yeah yeah but deep down inside she thinks that you're a piece of shit Mm -hmm. like she doesn't like you at all but because she's acting like she does you perceive that as being nice whereas i'm actually genuine you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's where I had I started to go with it where I was like, oh wow. Okay, so it's very much just like a surface level. You all all you want is surface. And I'm just not a surface person. Mm, you know? Yeah. And I also think a little bit is like projection, right? Yeah. Like I think I've started to really sit back and think, like, why did this person say that? And then I'm like, oh, is it that I was mean to them? Or is it that they asked me out and I said no or right. something like that. Or you maybe not that how ex- you really felt right. about a situation. Exactly. And they didn't like what I said mm-hmm. or they asked me for my opinion and then they didn't like what they heard. Right. Then don't ask. That's exactly what so it is. So in these situations, it's kind of like, I mean, it's it, I'm telling you, eventually it's just to the point where what can you do about it? Right. But there are certain things I think that do you know it is important for us to sort of talk about and 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 get and and really figure out if these things are true or if they're misconceptions okay i had a couple questions for you okay as far as millennials go right i think that there are these i think there's way more misconceptions about millennials than there are about gen xers i agree yeah 
because Gen Xers are forgotten. Y'all fly under the radar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nobody cares about us. Which this side and third. Right, which goes <laughs> towards probably why I do act like a bitch sometimes because nobody really cares. <laughs> so I keep it moving. All right. All right. So, but whatever. Millennials, you know, you guys have been studied a lot more. It's a lot of you guys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of running things. So people are really looking into you. About to and be, so, yeah. About to be, yeah. And so- one of the biggest things I think with millennials is the misconception is that you're that that you're super young. You're not. <laughs> is that why you said I'm looking older? No, I mean kind. I was trying Damn. to. I was trying to. No, I didn't say looking older. I, I was said you. Say, Let me get my you're getting out. older. You're getting older. Yeah. You're. I think the from when I first met you to now, your your aura even seems a little bit more mature. Well, girl. Okay, first of all, <laughs> the aura. <laughs> It's been five years. Has it? Yes. Has it been five years since I met About you? to be, yeah. Oh, damn. And yeah, in a couple months, That's it'll be crazy. like five years. And then also, yes, like a lot has yeah, happened. Yeah, you're and then on top of that, a regular five years is a lot. And we had a pandemic. And as you know, I had all all kinds of other you stuff did. that happened in the last like three years. You grew up. So, I, I mean, I think... I think I was always pretty mature. Yes. Not to like yes. to my own horn. Yes. But I had been start. I had started working early. So yeah. like, I think I was kind of used to being around older people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, when you say that, yeah, the last five years has been fucking crazy. You're emotional, <laughs> mature. You, yeah. You, you have. You've gotten older. Yeah. Everything I feel, uh, nothing's radically changed. No. In the last five core. years. Everything I believed then is still the same. Yes. Um. I think... Yeah, I think maybe it was just life. I think life has life just made me older. Yeah, life, <laughs> life yeah, it will. Yeah. It's going to keep going. Yeah. It's I'm a, not, it's I a feel doozy. Like, <laughs> I feel like in different ways I'm both more optimistic and less optimistic yeah. if that makes sense. I agree. Like I, I feel that. Things I thought oh, back then are maybe like I'm like a little sour on, but then other things that I was like that can never happen. Now I'm like no, the world is mine. You know, exactly. so it's like kind of switch there, but everything else is the same. The values are the same. Yeah. So you guys aren't that young. You're between 26 and 41. Yeah, that's old. That's getting older. We old. Yeah, we out here. There's millennials <laughs> that are about to be 40. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually doing something um, for demographics and it went up to like 44 for millennials. Yeah, I know. I'm a consider. I'm yeah. a Casper. So, like, so that's one of the misconceptions is that you guys are super young and like whiny babies and you're not you're you're actually like you know adults adults at this point so yeah. that's a misconception um one of the other ones is that millennials don't stick around long at work and you always want a promotion that might be true it's actually a misconception. Is it really? Well, in a way. <laughs> about who? About, <laughs> not about me. No, just kidding. <laughs> not this one. Not this no. one. <laughs> no, here's the thing. It's not that you're just, and this is, I'm, I, you guys, I'm, I, I have read a couple studies and stuff on this. So th th this is where this is coming yeah. from. Personally, I do think you guys bounce oh, around a lot and want promotions. I'm aware. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very aware. Yeah. That's how you feel. But tell me what the stats say. <laughs> well, what the stats say is that while it's true that millennials do change jobs more frequently than other generations, millennials who feel engaged by their companies are more likely to stay. Yeah. Um, 20, 26% are less likely to consider taking on a new job compared to their, um, their other counterparts, Gen Xers and baby, baby boomers, if they actually feel good where they're at. 
So the reality is that millennials are more likely to be loyal if they feel the job is meaningful or that they can grow or move ahead where they are. So if you feel good and you feel like you can grow, you stay where you are. Whereas Gen X, and I can't really speak so much for boomers, but Gen Xers will bounce around more so for money and things of that that aren't like tied to really making them feel good at their job. Do you think that's true? I'm thinking about all my friends. I mean, I think that there is a remarking amount of loyalty among my friends with their jobs, jobs. even jobs that they may not be crazy about. Hmm. For me, this has never been a problem personally because, um, you know, if I start to feel like something, I guess to this point, if I start to feel like something isn't making me grow Mm -hmm. or giving me opportunity, then I'm going to look just because like, that's what I'm spend too much time at work to not be motivated. Okay. Um, personally, plus you can always get more money for the most part, Mm -hmm. but I have a lot of friends who stay very loyal to their jobs for, I don't know. You guys, I, I mean, not you can't say like fifteen years because you. Well, we have been working right. For, so I'm like, saying. You know, so how, what's but, a long time to you? I mean, I would say that like I know people who have been at their jobs for like five, six, seven, eight years. Okay, which is a lot. That is a long time for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about like a millennial from the beginning of them working, they've yeah. been at the same job. That's a long. Are time. Are they happy there? Sometimes, sometimes no. And they remain loyal. Yeah, they do. Okay. So that's the point. All millennials are not just job hopping and like climbing the the ladder. The main reason they leave is because they don't feel fulfilled and they they don't, the work that the job is doing is not meaningful to them. I also think that like you said the thing about us not being young. I mean, we've gone through like the pandemic. When we were really young, we had 9-11. Yeah. Then we had the recession and- for millennials that were just getting out of college, no one could get a job. Mm-hmm. You know, economics was like really bad for mm-hmm. our families. Mm-hmm. We probably saw our parents going through some struggles yes. like economically. So, I mean, I think all of these things shape us as a generation, as adults. Whereas like me, I've always considered myself to be a pretty, I'm not a risk averse person when it comes to work. Like I will take risk. Okay. Yeah. But I think that if you are maybe more risk averse, then you're going to stay loyal because then there's probably less chance that you'll get laid off. Right. I don't know that that's statistically accurate, but I think that's the mentality. Like, oh, if I'm not the last person to get hired, I then probably I won't, won't be get the fired. first person to get fired. And you're frightened because you got PTSD from all the other from like not crap getting a going job. on yeah. and your parents and now we're about to hit another and one. And yeah, like, we are. you know, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. You want another one? Yeah. Millennials do not want to come into the office and they're antisocial. That's true. Okay, well, <laughs> apparently this is a bit keep, of a misconception. I keep forgetting these are misconceptions. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, that's true. All these things are true about that millennials. They don't want to. They don't want to be I in the office, and they to hear skip around jobs. I know. I mean, we all know that like stereotypes have some mm-hmm. truth to them. So again, I mean. This this study uh, was conducted by um, a company called Engine Insights, and they showed that 95 percent of um, I'm sorry, let me back up. Working from home now counts for more than 60 percent of the U.S. economic activity. Right. Due to the pandemic. But it appears that millennials are not as happy being at home 100 percent as the narrative may suggest. Okay. Um, 
So according to um, this study, it says that 93% of millennial workers have difficulty working from home and um, that they would actually prefer to sometimes come into the office because it provides them with social interaction and the ability to collaborate more. You don't think that's true? I'm sure it's true. You do? Actually, yeah. I'm sure it's true when you say it that way. <laughs> what? Tell me if this is a misconception or no, if this no, is true. It's not a mis- I think it's probably true. Okay. I think you I just know, don't feel that way. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I know a lot of people personally who maybe don't have very strong social lives outside of work. Okay. And so when you consider that, yeah, you take out work, you're taking out a large. Now I don't pers again, this is like, apparently I am a millennial stereotype. Yes, you are. Because, child, which is why we have a podcast, but, uh, which I didn't think to be honest with you, yeah. but now that you're reading no, these, I'm like, I oh, think you are. Yikes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have that problem. So, yeah. You know, I'm just so popular. <laughs> but no, I think if you have other things that you do outside of the home, then it makes being at home just better because then you get to do all those things. Like today I did some laundry, you know, like you right. can do, you have that option on your break to do those things. Yeah. Um, that's, that's basically what this says. It says that, um, uh, it says that 48% of them struggle to go out of their way to be social and coming into the office is a chance for them to efforts effortlessly connect, um, face to face with others. It's an opportunity not easily found elsewhere these days. Um, 88% of millennials want to work in more social settings with the majority of the desiring their coworkers to kind of be like a second family. That's crazy. I mean, here's the thing. Of course, study, you can find a study that yeah, says sure. everything, anything you want. But I do have to, I've heard you, I've heard other millennials say that it's difficult finding friends. Your, yes. Your, your co-workers are sort of like after college, your co-workers sort of become your next group of friends, especially yeah. when you're young with no children, unmarried. It's like, you know, that sort of becomes the network. Right. And there is truth to that. I think, though, that like, you know, I did two things and ended up having like a lot of friends out of those things. You know what I'm okay. saying? And so I think that people just need to be just because it's hard. Doesn't mean you mm. shouldn't do it. Now you sound like a Gen Xer. <laughs> That's what I say. I'm just saying That's like, say. you know, mm. yeah. Is it hard to make friends? Yeah, it is. Is it hard to meet people one on one in person? Yeah, absolutely. Like that. That's factual. But, you know, are you looking for opportunities to do that? Yeah. You know, I tried I mean, a lot are going of on apps looking for friends at this point. <sighs> Which I wouldn't do that. Absurd, but they, whatever. They always end up hitting on you in my experience. I just don't just even understand out. that one, but okay. But, <laughs> or they try to steal your boyfriend. That's another story for <laughs> okay, a different day. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, like I tried a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. It only took two things. And honestly, it really only took one thing to work. For you to, to get adult friends, to make, yeah, friendships to make friends in your adult life. And then I did one other thing. And then I was like, wow, this worked out too. And now I have like a you know a couple groups of like really intimate friends that i would consider close friends at this point because it's been a couple years now yeah so i mean yeah it is hard guys but like it can be done okay one more for for millennials and also like if you're uncomfortable that's probably a good thing oh she's getting closer and closer (laughs) to gen x every every time we talk (laughs) 
This woman is maturing, people. Um, oh, where's my church hat? I know. One first thing. And my fan, because it is hot in here. One, what is the same? First thing, what is it? One, this, that, and the third. Thing. <laughs> um, student loan debt is a millennial issue. Um, I guess my heart says yes, but I know that Gen Xers do have student loan debt. I yeah. know it's less than it us. It is less. But I know that Gen Zers have a fuck ton of it. So, okay. You so, know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the point is, it's not just a millennial yeah. issue. It's a it's an all generational issue. Yeah. Not just millennials. More than 40 million Americans have student debt by age category. The closest proxy to generation, the highest aggregate amount of debt. So you're right. You know, the younger, closer you are to college or coming out of college, the higher your debt is. Mm -hmm. But it's not just a millennial issue. It actually says that the majority of the debt is held by 30 to 39 year olds. That's millennials. So, yeah, it's older millennials. Um, So, yeah. And then the the other is uh, the 18 to 29. They hold the next most. And then 40 to 49 is the least. So so that's it's just it's just generational it's just generational it's just basically after boomers people pursuing higher education it costs to get more loans. yeah it you know lifestyle wise you know it didn't uh, you your parents couldn't pay you you there was also loans to get i mean student loans didn't really become a thing until in the 70s so that's just sort of how it all i mean if we ever do a student out. loan episode we oh. can really talk about i'm uh, not this is not like a i'm just saying yeah. if we do yeah if we do, we can discuss this because there's actually like a lot of things that go into why we're in why the situation we're in now, why that loans became necessary, yeah, which is fascinating I and agree. should and should piss you off. Maybe we should do a show on that. We've we keep we keep We've flirting with around it. it. <laughs> We've skated around it. So those are some of the misconceptions about millennials. I mean, I think the main thing I wanted to bring up in 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 that discussion is that you know. We created a whole show based on these stereotypes and 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 to some degree they are very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you delve a little bit deeper, um, there's reasons behind the reason why people are the way they are, and everything you think about them is not true. There's a few about Gen Xers as well. Okay. You got some? I got a couple. Okay. And then we can and then that's it. <laughs> um so first of all, Gen Xers are older than a lot of people think. You know, I think a lot of people, well, I don't know. Maybe. Well, you're 50, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, I am not 50. I am not 50. I am 43. I am not 50. But um, Gen Xers are born between 1965 and 1980. So they're 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 older. I mean, they're, they are in their 50s, actually. A couple of them, yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, 50-year-olds 50, 50 these days are not quite like the 50-year-olds. Wait, what was the one? The, the t- 65 to 1980. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of them are in their 50s. So the majority yeah, yeah. of them are. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm 43. I was born in 79. So there's a lot that are in their 40s, right? right? But yeah. there's a lot that are in their 50s as well. Um, we're cynical and bitter. That's one of the misconceptions. <laughs> I would say that's probably true. I don't... I'm thinking of all the, like, 50-year-olds I know. I don't think they're, like, cynical and bitter. I don't think we're cynical and bitter either. I mean, we can be skeptical, I think you're quiet. Are we quiet? Like, you, th- there's not this, like, thing, right? Yeah. It's like war between, like, baby boomers and millennials. There's not, like, Gen Xers and, like, the silent generation. 
Like y'all are just quiet. The World War Two yeah. and the um, Gen Xers yeah. going at it. <laughs> no, we are quiet. But I mean, that's because I think just by nature, it's a kind of a forgotten generation. Um, the Gen X generation came up through some very trying times. And it was about like, just be quiet and get it done. I really do feel like that's what Gen Xers are about. We were latchkey kids. Major- lots of parents were divorced. It was a crack epidemic. We had a lot going on. And I really feel like we had to sort of just shut up and keep it moving. And so mm-hmm. I think the skepticism comes in, you know, we may not be the ones that are like, yes, let's change the world for the better. We can do it because we know that like people have tried and it really doesn't work because humans are just humans. And so I think that's why maybe we get the rap of being cynical and bitter. And in actuality, we're just skeptical. Um, the other uh, misconception is that um, we are completely focused on parenting. <laughs> and children. Well, <laughs> if they're in their 50s, then probably well, not. not. Not Well, we'll consider 40s and 50s. I mean, people have children a lot older now, so. That's true. That's yeah. true. But yeah, I guess at this point, a lot of people are probably out of that now. They're moving out of it. Yeah, they're moving yeah. out of that range. So yeah. they're more, you know, the older your kids get, I imagine the more you can kind of let go. Well, move back to yourself. You would think. You're never going to be self selfish again. Right. But like you can kind of like put more focus on you. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think one of the studies was saying that, you know, it's not that Gen Xers are completely focused on parenting or think parenting is the most thing. Is that a lot of them maybe didn't have the best childhoods mm. and were parented poorly. And therefore, they're trying to rectify a lot of wrongs with their parenting. That's one of the okay. that's one of the theories. That's interesting. Yeah, when it comes to that. And then the last one I thought was kind of interesting is that we don't take millennials seriously. I don't think anyone takes millennials seriously. Really? Yeah, I think Gen Zers make fun of us. Mm. I think Gen Xers y'all are just quiet. Mhm. And then you have baby boomers who you know, better they don't watch like out because they're going to retire soon. Yeah, they are. And at some point we will rise. I know. It's curious. Are you guys going to treat us like the boomers? Treat you guys like the yeah. boomers? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think because you're closer to, I think like the boomers get the rap they get because they are the boomers. Well, and they're in charge. They're still in charge of everything. They are. And yet and they're just been, not qualified anymore. And they've been in charge of everything <laughs> for, you know, 50 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, regardless of what you think, there's people in office right now. That are baby boomers. That are essentially weekend at Bernie's. But they're the the boss. But they're still there. And it's like, you know, Jesus Christ, I would rather a Gen Xer be in charge at this point. Right. If not one of (laughs) us, then like one of you guys. I agree. Then then this insanity, like, no offense against baby boomers. My dad's a baby boomer. He's a nice guy. And he still has wisdom to impart. Mine does too. But at the same time... Yeah. Like he knew when it was time to fold. He's retired yeah, now. Yeah, mine is too. If he has technological issues, he calls me. You know what I'm saying? My dad is a tech savvy. Okay. But I mean, he's he can have some views on, you know, work life and, and everything else of what people are supposed to be doing that just don't apply anymore. Right. And I mean, like my dad, I, I still ask for his opinion on stuff. Obviously, yeah, we had too, him on the pod. Sure. Like he's got things to contribute. I mean, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, even he will say, I haven't been in a workforce. Like I, he, you know, he worked blue collar, so he was never 
in an office anyway. Mm -hmm. And he also hasn't been working, (laughs) you know, for a while. So then it's like on top of that, he hasn't been a young person working. Right. In 30, 40 years. Yeah. 40 years. Oh, that's a long time. So that's a long ass time. My dad has been working in the past decade, but I think, you know, he, he, I definitely go to my dad for career advice and all types of advice, but I think some of the necessities of the work environment of today, he, it, it could be a bit risky in his opinion. Some of the, some of the things you need to do to get ahead mm. to some degree, like moving jobs, taking risk, you know, taking a position that may be lateral, but that gives you other skills. So then you can move ahead somewhere else. Yeah. That, that whole like game. It's the nuances. It's the nuances that may be a little bit radical for him. Yeah. And so that's where I think, you find that they they need to move out of the way and just sort of let this whole new situation unfold. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, I think Gen Xers do sort of, you know, tease millennials and, you know, try to act, Everyone like, does. act like you guys aren't <laughs> that serious. But I think for the most part, we are the close, we, we're close. Like we understand you a lot. Um, we, we both sort of came through a technological age. We have some of the same references. And so we get it, but we just don't feel like you guys are made of the same fabric that we are. Because And that's probably for the best, because probably. I think that's why, I think the big reason why, Millennials get so much shit is because, uh, you know, I think as a generation, millennial people have always been more outspoken about things, whereas Gen Xers weren't. Yeah. And, you know, certain people don't like that. Um, There's and and, like there's that constant thing about that meme that's like if millennials stop buying avocado toast, they could buy a house. They would own a house by now, which is absolutely not true. Right. It just shows like, and that's the kind of thing that like you probably should get mad at because like, (laughs) that's just so factually incorrect. And the fact that people actually believe that, like we should talk about that. I thought, I thought about considering that as a misconception, but I pretty much knew at this point that everybody knows that's crap. Because literally you cannot buy avocado toast your entire life and still not afford a house. Right. And that's that's the whole point. Right. It's like you can buy Starbucks every day. Yeah. Or not. Or not. And and you still still won't be able to buy buy a house. house. (laughs) So, you know, take your small wins if where you need them, girl, because like it's tough out there. Um, Yeah. You know, and I get I I still believe like in the terms of like something like college or retirement. I still believe that there are options out there. Yeah. They're not the same, right? They like, don't look the same. They don't look. And so you can't like baby boomers can't just say, oh, well, I used to lifeguard every summer and saved up enough and money I, and I saved up enough money to get my college degree, buy a house and retire at 40. And right. it's like, fuck you. Right. You can't do that. Or my dad will say, well, what about Social Security? And I'm like, I don't even what? count on that. <laughs> like, I literally probably was in my 30s before I I, I knew check this out like there's a social security somewhere where i'm supposed to check and see how much i would get i don't even look at it you you can't like because i don't trust it i don't think it's gonna be there right i don't right? either and like but that but there's options there, there are, are options. other options they there just look a little options. different and that's again where i say like the nuances change yeah the idea is still there like you know maybe try to avoid debt or work Maybe you hard. don't even buy a house. You, you don't need a house. Maybe you don't even buy one. Maybe that's, you don't take on that debt. And so right. that allows you to live a lifestyle that you would prefer. 
And that makes total sense. Right. right? But for them, it's like, what? Exactly. Well, you have to. I, I hear this lie all the time and it really actually pisses me off. Um, well, if you want to build wealth, you have you to own a house. Estate. Yeah. You, yes and no, though. Like, no, you don't. Actually, you, you could buy it and not live in it. Or, or not. You could do other things with your money and choose to like rent. I mean, it's yeah. it's more unconventional. Right. It's not the way that people have been doing it, but things right. are going to keep changing. And you have to change with it. Especially with the market and everything the way it is. Like yeah. you can't. Anyone who is in any stage of their life and they say, this is the way that it has to be done because this is the way we've always been doing it. You should never listen to anything they say. I agree. Because <laughs> they're full of shit. I agree. Yeah. So that was a that was a that was refreshing. I think we talked about <laughs> some misconceptions and some facts there. So that was it. You got a you're not wrong. I do have a you're not wrong. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's hear it. What do you know about Sydney Sweeney? I don't know anything. I'm gonna show you a photo. Maybe you okay. recognize her. Is she from um, Euphoria? Yes. I still have not watched Euphoria. And everybody okay. talks about how awesome it is. But I told you my thing with Euphoria. Oh, I can't remember. I was, I, I, it was giving, making me nervous because I have a teenager. Oh, yeah. And, and I was honestly, like, I can't. I, I, I was watching something else that was making my nerves bad. And then that was going on, too. And I said, I literally, for my mental health, cannot do this. It's good birth control. I'll say that. Okay. Because, like, these kids are fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so Sydney Sweeney is like a big star from Euphoria. She's mm-hmm. one of the breakout stars. Um, really famous. Everyone loves her, okay. basically. Like she's kind of, <clears throat> up until this point, been a little bit unproblematic. Okay, good. But recently, Sydney Sweeney has been the center of huge controversy. Oh, because Lord. She did some racist shit. Well, l- sorry, let me hit sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want you to come in with any preconceived notions yeah because I, I want you to hear it and yeah no misconceptions okay. i want you to hear and tell me what you think okay so her mom had a 60th birthday party okay and she posted photos on instagram while the photos were up the last it was like a roll of photos the last photo out of like five or ten mm-hmm. showed a man I mean, it was a family. Like, okay. they were all together. Yeah. But one of the men in the background had a black shirt with a Blue Lives Matter flag on it. Okay. She's in the, fo- she's also in the photo. She's okay. just wearing, like, a, it looks like a hoedown party. Like, everyone's country. dressed like country. Uh-huh. So, she's wearing, like, a country outfit, looking adorable, as okay. usual. But then people saw the Blue Lives Matter thing, and then they started finding more photos from the event, like, from this Uh-oh. party. Oh. And it turns out that the party was a make- 60 great again party make the 60s great again make 60 because her mom turned 60 so make 60 great again so what's that mean go back to sick 1960 no just like it was a maga themed party because he's the her mom it turned 60 turned 60 yes it's her birthday party yes <clears throat> the theme was make 60 great again oh so, so they were going it. with the maga they just thing. went with the maga so that's people, a horrible thing for people. a party i mean just like no no judgment but like and i know you love a theme i do love a theme but that's just a boring theme 
It's an interesting concept. I'll say that. It I doesn't mean, seem fun. Well, it was a hoedown. So uh, everyone looks like they're wearing country stuff. I'm assuming. I think it looks like it was in a barn or some sort. Oh, whatever. My God. I the don't point, want no black people there. <laughs> I don't. Good Lord. I can't say. I, that, I that wasn't there. Like some, you need to walk in and turn right back around and walk out. So people in other photos were ma- wearing MAGA hats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, yo, this is problematic. And, Ooh. um, yeah, they had, they, but the Magus, it was actually like Magus style hats and the hat yeah. said make 60 great again. Yeah, I get it. And the whole thing was just like, but yeah. that was the theme. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of funny. So she posted the but photo, not. right? And mm-hmm. then that one photo with the guy in the shirt, then people found all these other photos of the event and they came for her. What did they say? To like cancel her. It's her mom. Basically just saying like, how can she support this? How can she support these people? The fact that she even went to this party. Like I have it. I don't have the tweets in front of me. Um, because I, uh, I don't have the tweets in front of me because I had an article open. But Oh, brother. Yeah. You know, people are just like, guys, it's just an, a political opinion. And then they've got like Nazi stuff. Um. And then people are like a white nationalist party and people get upset and mm-hmm. you don't see anything wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Like things like that are, is the comments that she's getting. Okay. And, her and it was res- her mom's party. It was her mom's birthday party. Her, her response was, um, yeah. And okay. Her response was you guys, this is wild. An innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement, which was not the intention. Please stop making assumptions. Much love to everyone and happy birthday, mom. Because people started saying, like, so you are obviously a Trumper, too. Mm. Because if you weren't, you would sever all ties with your family. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Which is... I'm, that's kind of crazy. It's problematic. <laughs> it's problematic. It's problematic. Like, even if... You know, I it's actually kind of a, a funny little theme thing, whatever. But it's tone deaf to me. For her mother... Your daughter is a star on Euphoria, on HBO. But I think, okay, so my you're not wrong is if you think okay. this is kind of ridiculous, For you're not wrong. being canceled. Yeah, like, look, we yeah, all I don't have, think, I don't think that's you should ridiculous. Be canceled. Like, look, we all have family members that have different political beliefs than yeah, us. Yeah, but, but now, some of them are ridiculous and we tell them. And, <laughs> and I was going to say, and we don't always see them having like, you know, a communist party party. Right. right? Like, that's right. a little much. Yeah. But if I went because it's my cousin's birthday, it doesn't make me that. You know I, what I'm I saying? I wouldn't be posting the picture. Well, it's just, the thing is, it's just one guy in her picture. People went to go find other photos. I would not, I would be saying, don't take my picture. I just think it's, a, I think it's a ridiculous. Like, I, I don't think this was a necessarily a good idea for a party it's not a good idea it was a bad idea to be quite honest with you but at the same time like look (sighs) cancel me i guess if i for having this opinion (laughs) okay but like i agree with her don't make assumptions on her beliefs just because she's still hanging out this is her entire family we don't know what that means for her it could mean anything. She could she could have voted for Biden. She could have voted for Trump. She could have not voted at all. She could not be political, right? Oof. But like, what is she going to do? Literally sever? There people are telling her to never associate with her family. That's insane. I mean, I agree she can't not do that. But I hope people understand that like, we all have factions 
of our families and whatnot. That can be very, that could be potentially problematic if their views were brought to light. And therefore I, I, uh, distance myself from that. Your mom? In a, I'm not going to say who I'm just saying it's not just white culture. It's all types of cultures have some, have some views within the ranks of their families or knows that's true that if you knew what they were, Mm. you might be like, Whoa, wait a minute. And so therefore we don't show it off. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, especially if I'm a star on HBO euphoria, I'm not going to jeopardize that. I'm going to guess she probably didn't realize and she could even have someone doing her social media and maybe that person didn't realize and posted the photo because she looks cute in the photo. That's the thing. Like she looks cute. So if you notice, if you notice yourself and you don't notice the guy in the background, then like that is what it is. But I just feel like, you know, on top of it all is also the idea that like it's gone. Now I understand that. MAGA in general is like extra divisive. Yeah. So like let's move it's, just, it's divisive. Let's move that to the side for okay. a second though. Okay. Like when people can't talk even like to their families about these kinds of things, it's like I don't agree with everything my family's about. Right. But we can have a conversation or agree not to have a conversation yeah. and just not discuss it. And but, like Yeah. You're and right. like I said, if my like I have a cousin who's a little bit <laughs> a little bit and a self-avowed communist mm-hmm. i'm not personally if you had like a people's republic of china party what would you do would you be in the pictures i would probably show up for but would you post the picture you know what i would do what i would probably show up wearing an american flag to rebel right but my point is that like you would still be there for the festivities i leave for i'm gonna do a drive-by like it's my cousin's party like we grew up close to each other just we don't agree like it's it's a it's a weird theme and i don't like it but i'm gonna do a drive-by it's your birthday yeah i mean i i don't now if he has a kkk party i'm not coming but i mean maybe people would they would they do they do. Yeah. But like this, I mean, I just feel like we've gotten to this point where I'm like, you're telling her to never speak to her mom again. Like, that's fucking crazy. I think that's stupid. That's her mom. She's going to talk to her mom. I'm not saying you have to disown the family. I do think that people I hope in which I don't have any hope that they are because I am a cynical Gen Xer. People are not confronting their family about their problematic views. No, the way they should. No, they're not. They're not. No, they're, they're not. not. You let your family rock out being ignorant, just the way they want to be. Yeah, or being racist, or being homophobic, or being however yeah. they are. You guys are letting them do it because I'm probably letting them do it too. So yeah. I'm not gonna go here and act like everybody's out here crusading for right. You should be having better conversations, I think, with your family about how these things may be perceived by other people. That's fair. Yeah, for sure. Okay, But as far as cutting them off, I'm not going to say you have to do that, but I don't understand why her, why she would be in that picture and like be be in the picture, but why post it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, it's, that's the mistake here. That's the mistake. And her mom, her mom would have understood. I would think. Well, and the thing is too, you know, I think when it comes to having those conversations, I think you know whether it's your family or your friends even. Yeah, your friends even. Or whatever. I think you know when those conversations can be had. And when they can't. And when they can't. Because people don't want to hear it. Right. They're going to do what they want. Because some people can have like 
constructive discourse where we don't agree Right. And I say like, hey, I don't agree with this. Yeah. This is like problematic and I'm not okay with it. Like if you say that shit in front of me, like I'm going to have a problem. Yes. Right. And you could do what you want after that. Exactly. Do that shit when I'm not around. Yeah. But don't say this shit in front of me. Right. Yeah. Um, But I feel like no, I feel like there is this level of like, there's not that maturity to say like, hey, I don't like this. Mm. Right. Or if they keep doing like, you know what I'm saying? It just feels like I hear so much. It's like, well, I cut them off because they were like this or that. And I'm like, this time the third. And I'm like, (laughs) yo, that's crazy, though. Like, you know, like what? No one you can have that discussion. No one you can't. If you can't, but you still want this person in your life. I think there are varying levels, right? Like if they're like, yeah, I mean, again, if I had like someone in my life who is like, vehemently racist that's not gonna fly with me right you know we might need to have that discussion okay like i can't rock out with you no we can't no i'm not going to your kkk party yeah that's not happening okay okay that's a good boundary that's a line that's a line (laughs) this one is not as bad as that no because like at the end of the day while it is very divisive and i completely understand it still is something that was on the ballot. I know. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, like, he did win. Right. So, yeah. Like, no, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I agree. But it's also, like, not, like, you know. Illegal. Yeah. It's all, or. Not, not yet. <laughs> or, like, murderous. <laughs> yeah. Necessary. Question mark. Necessarily. Question mark. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like they were like, okay. Get the cross. Yeah. Get some kerosene. Yeah. No, you We right. know a, a Jewish family on the corner and we're yeah. doing a bonfire. Yeah. Like that's, that would be like wild. I agree. It's not there. It's just tone deaf. That, that is exactly right. It is pretty tone deaf. I don't understand. Like I understand her wanting to celebrate her mom. Yes. I think, and these are even conversations that I've had with people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, family and friends where it's like, Hey, just so you're aware, (laughs) like I might not necessarily have a problem with you having this specific stance, but the way that you are mm, portraying that. Yeah. Can be problematic. It's problematic. And that you should be aware of this. So I think those are the conversations that need to be had. And I feel like for her mom to have a party like this, she's well within her rights, but like maybe we don't post pictures. Yeah. Especially if your daughter is a star. It's all about the bottom line here, people. That's And you know what? It's so funny because like for a very small amount of time, I worked in sports and that was always really the thing, right? It's like you don't want to mess up the bag. Right. Why are you messing up the bag to have a make 60 great again party? <laughs> Which is a bad thing. Which is a terrible and <laughs> not fun thing. It's, it's not, not a that good thing. I don't associate Look. that with good music, good food, all the things that are good. Maybe some other things could be associated with it, but not partying. I mean, you can have like a hoedown party. You can have a hoedown party. Shit. You could probably have a MAGA party that's more fun than this. You know I what I'm saying? I think so too. Like, I feel like you actually could. Just like being really silly about it, kind of to some degree. Or just like, like, I don't know. But Make 60 Great Again is like not it. Maybe if everybody came dressed as like different types of Donald Trump. Oh, that would have been funny to me. That would be fucking like when they have pit bull parties and everyone comes with a different. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Do that. That's hilarious. And make it make it like no question that like we were really having a good time with this theme. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think like. Again, though, if at the end of the day, her family is that way and she's not. Yeah. What is she supposed to do? So you feel like people are unjustly canceling her? 
and it's wrong. I think it's a little, I think the idea that you're going to separate yourself from your family completely is too much to ask. There's, there's more context here. What kind of MAGA are they? Yeah. True. That's the thing, right? True. And so again, unless they're like literally going to kill people. Yeah. Let's have, or they're, or unless they were at the Capitol on January 6th, charging in, right? Right. Let's have the conversation. But if she's, she can be a liberal and the fact, but even so, like the fact that people just like went so far. I know. I mean, that's the part that I don't like. I don't like that either. I don't like I don't. that. We can't have this discussion. We cannot have this. Like, yeah. And, and disagree, but still go to each other's parties. Right. And not like come for each other and call people to be canceled. Is she leaving the show? No, oh, no. Okay. I mean, I don't, I think things are still kind of like developing mm-hmm. in a sense but um no i mean i think she's come out and said that i think the photo might be down i'm not 100 percent sure but jeez man you know it's rough out there and there's like op-eds like what i had open was someone being you know if you have if you're not cool with this you need a statement that says you're not take the photo down do all like basically come out against your family like you have yeah. calling for her to say you all don't this. tell me what to do that and that's kind <laughs> of my thing too is like look however she feels about it i if someone came at me and was like oh i saw you at your cousin's like anti-semitic party which actually that wouldn't happen <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that, that went far. That, that, don't go to that no, one. No, no, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not going to that one. But like, if if it was like I saw you at like I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that's someone's like, like yeah, problematic, but I not know. like if someone was like I saw you at the um um. I'm not even gonna say it. Someone was like, I'm I, not gonna bring up our problematic stuff. I'm gonna let you make examples. Oh man, I can't think of anything right now that's like not actually just really bad. <laughs> Oh, I'm weak. But I saw you at like, yeah, let's say I saw you at like the Communist Party of China party. That's a little like, uh, right. And it's like, okay. And they were like, we need you to have a statement saying that you are not with the People's Republic of China. It's like, I'm not doing that. That's fucking ridiculous. Right. I'm not doing that. Mainly because you're telling me what I need to do. That And also like, listen to what I say. You know, I understand that there is that like whole back room. Like people are different than how they perceive but they are they 100% are her her parents are probably like that that doesn't necessarily mean she is right and also like don't tell me to put a statement out it's not happening it's the world we live in it's millennials (laughs) (laughs) but that's my that's my thing if you felt that this was kind of getting out of hand not not anything about the party or anything about the theme or anything anything about that if you thought that it was a little ridiculous that people were asking her to sever ties with her entire family because they had a MAGA party, you're not you're not wrong. That you're is kind of ridiculous. Huh? It's it's her mom, man. Like moms can be fucked up. Yeah. This was not that bad. I was gonna say they're but also, they, but they can be yeah, communists and, uh, like and a, Nazis and everything else. Sure, but like I said, unless they were at the cap, if we find out they were at the Capitol, this is a different discussion. But don't push these people because they'll find out some dirt on you. Don't Bro, tempt them. The, and you know what? And then part of me is like, if it hasn't come out yet, is it? it where's the dirt? Where's the dirt? It might. How long ago was this? Um, I think it was like last the end of last week. They would have brought it out. By That's now. what I'm saying. Like yeah. if we, if there's photo of Sydney, sweetie, like at the Capitol or her mom, we would have seen it by now. True that. You know that. 
I agree with you on this one. All right, cool. Well, that's all we've got for you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. We do have a review. What? We still got them. Yeah. We got another review? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People are listening? Allegedly. okay so this one is from charmed rose she says uh great chemistry i love the dynamic between the generations lots of differences and similarities to be explored which i guess is true it's kind of what we talked about this episode i agree so if you want to hear your review right out loud on the podcast leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, and we will read it out loud on the show thank you so much for listening see ya